The focus of the second parak of Yuma is less related to the Yom Kippur services themselves and is more a general discussion to do with the Beis HaMikdash and different services which were done and how it was chosen which Karnim would perform which service. Since the previous parak ended off talking about Trumas Hadeshen, which is when they would clear some ashes from the top of the Mizbeach onto the ramp of the Mizbeach, so this parak begins talking about that and then goes quite sidetracked. Now, the Kohanim were split into 24 groups, such that every single Kohen would be part of one out of 24 groups. And each group would serve in the Beis HaMikdosh for one week at a time. So the average group would serve in the Beis HaMikdosh for two weeks during one year. So one week, and then after 24 weeks, another week. Those 24 groups were known as Mishmarais. And within each Mishmar, there was also a number of Bote Av. A base Av was sort of a smaller group within the Mishmar, and one base Av would serve on each day. Although there is debate about it, the simple understanding is that there were six Bote Av in each Mishmar. So one base Av would serve each day, and then on Shabbos, the entire Mishmar would serve together. But even once you've now got this smaller group of Kranim, this base Av who was serving in the Mishmar on that day, how would it be decided which members of that base Av would perform the services? So for pretty much all of the services, they would cast lots any Kohen who wanted to perform that service, they would cast a lottery, and whoever came out, they would perform that service. And the truth is, that was the halacha for the service of Trumas Hadeshin as well. However, we're going to see in this Mishnah and the next Mishnah that originally, the way they would decide who would do Trumas Hadeshin was different. Since this was the first thing done in the morning, many Kohen would still be asleep, they would be less willing to do this particular service. And since there were only a few people who would be wanting to do it, Barashayna originally, anybody who wanted to perform the service of Trumas Hadeshen, of clearing ashes from the top of the Mizbeach onto the ramp of the Mizbeach, he would do the Trumas Hadeshen, meaning first come, first serve. He was able to just go up onto the Mizbeach and perform that service immediately. It was Manchin Merubin, and in a time, in a situation where there were lots of Karnim who wanted to do it, so rots in the Vayin Bakevish. They would run and go up onto the ramp. They would race. Anybody who got to the top four Amas of the ramp before his friend, so the first one who reaches the top part of the ramp, the top four Amas, Zoha, he merits to perform the Trumas Hadeshen. He wins the race and he gets that right to do it. If you're within four Amas of something, it's considered that you're pretty much in that area already, and so he is considered to be the one who won the race. And if there were two people who got there at the same time, or you can't tell which one got there first, the one who was appointed over the lotteries and choosing which Karnim would perform which service, Omelohemi would say to them, put out your fingers. Now the truth is, he wouldn't just say this to these two Karnim, he would say this to all of the Karnim who wanted to do Trumas Hadeshen. If they couldn't decide based on the race, then it would go back to being an option for all of the Karnim. And what they would do is that all of the Karnim who wanted to be part of this would stand in a circle around this person who was in charge, and they would put out a finger. And this person who was in charge would call out a certain large number, and then he would start counting from a particular coin. He would start counting their fingers one by one. 
and he would go round and round until he reaches the end of that those numbers, whichever number he picked. When he reaches that number, whose ever finger he lands on, he is the coin who merits to perform the Trumas Adeshen. Happens to be that it's now understandable why this couldn't be done just with those two Karnim who reached that part of the Mizdeach together. Because if there's only two people, then it's obvious which finger he'll land on. Whether he picks an odd number or an even number, it's very easy to tell, and therefore they would do this with all of the Karanim. And what would they put out? Achas, one finger, and they would count like that. Or two fingers. Now the Gemara explains that a regular coin could only put out one finger. But a coin who had a particular problem, that he wasn't able to just stick out one finger, and whenever he stuck out one finger, another finger would come out with it. So he would be able to actually stick out both of those fingers, but he would put them together and it would be counted really as one. The point is that you could only put out two regular fingers, but it's forbidden to put out your thumb in the Beit HaMikdash. The reason being that if a particular coin saw they were reaching the number, and he sees that when it will reach him, he'll be the second last coin. And the coin next to him, he's gonna end up being picked as that coin. So it's possible for this coin to do a trick, and that is that he could put out one finger, and as well as that, he could also put out his thumb. His thumb is further away from the rest of his fingers, and since anyway, the fingers of the Karnim would be very close to each other, he would quite easily be able to pretend as if that thumb was another finger, and make it that the number would land on him. So to make sure he wouldn't do that, it would be forbidden to put out your thumb as the finger which the coin would count. Mishnah base. Ultimately, even for Trumas Hadeshen, they would decide who would do it based on a lottery, just like with all of the other services. And the reason for this is because of the following story. Maisa, there was a story it once happened. Shahushneim Shovin, the two Karnim were equal, Kevesh. They were running, going up on the ramp, and they were at the same place. So it was very close. It was a tie, and so that one person, one of the Karnim, would be able to get there first. One of them pushed his friend, and Venothal, he fell, and broke his foot. Since the Basin saw that this method of choosing who would be able to do it would lead to danger, his kinu shaloyu terminus amizbeach and mapayis, they instituted that they would only decide who would perform this trumasadeshen by using a lottery. Just like with pretty much all of the services, and now the Mishnah introduces the next few Mishnahis really till the end of the Perek, and says that there are four occasions on each day where they would draw lots in the Beis HaMikdash. So they would get all of the Karnim to gather together four times, and each time they would draw lots for particular things. This gives more glory to Hashem when the Karnim gather together. So they would gather together four times, and the lottery which we just described of the Trumas HaDeshem, Vizer that was the first lottery which was done of the day. Gmore explains that the person who won the lot to perform Trumas HaDeshem would also perform a couple of other things, such as setting up the wood on the Mizbeach. So the lot which was cast wasn't just for the Trumas HaDeshem, but it was also for the rights to do certain other services. After this first coin who was chosen had done the Trumas Hadeshen, he had set up the wood on the Mizbeach and whatever other services he merited to do, the Karnim would get together again and anybody who wanted to be part of that day's service, they would again stand around this coin who was in charge, and again he would pick out a random large number and start counting. And the person he would land on, him and the 12 people immediately after him, so altogether 13 Karnim, 
they would merit to perform the next group of services, which the Mishnah will now list. Hapaisasheni, the second sort of lottery. Again, the way it was done is how we explained them standing in a circle. So what was done by the Kohanim who were chosen? Mishoichet, the first Kohen, he would be the one who would slaughter the carbon Tomid. The Kohen next to him, Mizoirek, who would throw the blood of the carbon Tomid onto the Mizbeach. It would be that person next to the first Kohen. Mimidashimzemehapanimi, who would merit to clean the ashes from the inner Mizbeach, the Mizbeach Hazohov, which was inside the Mizamikdash's building itself. That would be the third coin, Mimidashna Samanoira, who would clean out and prepare the Manoira in the morning. That would be the fourth coin along. And according to many, he would also be the one who would end up lighting the Manoira in the afternoon. But for now, the mission is talking about what was done in the morning, and that was just to clean out the Manoira from the previous day's oil and wicks. So that's the first four Karnim. Now the next six Karnim, once the carbon Tomid was slaughtered already, the next six Karnim would transport the various limbs of the carbon Tomid, which were going to be offered on the Mizbeach, they would transport them from where they were slaughtered to the ramp of the Mizbeach. And they would be placed on the lower half of the ramp, the Mishnah in Shkolim explains that they would be placed on the west side, although other versions in that Mishnah actually do read the east side, but certainly according to everybody they were placed on the lower half of the ramp in the Mizbeach. So says the Mishnah, this lottery was also to decide which Karnim, or Mi Male Varim Kevesh, which Karnim would bring up the limbs of the Karim Tomid onto the ramp, the lower half of the ramp. So that would be the next six Karnim. The first of those would transport Horosh, the head, then out of Pasukim. But the first limb which has to be transported is the head. But since there's not a lot of meat which is on the head, the skull of the animal, the Horegel, so the back leg, the right leg of the animal, that is brought together with the head because that has a lot of meat. That is the limb which has the most meat, and since right is more important than left, so the head and the right leg are brought together. And then the second of these six Kohanim, Yodayim, he would transport the front two legs, the next Kohen, Ho'oiketz Vaharegel, the tail of the animal and the back left leg. The next Kohen would bring Hechaz Hagira, the fat which is by the chest of the animal, the Hagira, and the meat of the neck of the animal. And this also included other limbs such as part of the ribs and the heart and some other limbs. Alright, next coin would bring up the two literally sides of the animal, referring to the spine and the liver and also some uh, parts of the animal which were around there. And the last of the six coin would bring up the intestines, the innards of the animal, he would bring those up on a bowl onto the ramp of the Mizbeach. So now that's the first ten Karnim, and there remain another three. So those three would do Vasiles. He would bring up the flower of the Karun Tomid. There was a Karun Mincha, which was a flower offering which was brought together with the Karun Tomid. So he would bring that onto the Mizbeach, the Hachavitin. The twelfth coin would bring up the Kohen Godol's Minchas Chavitin, which was the Kohen Godol's flower offering which he brought each day together with the Kohen Tomid. It was mixed with oil, and so the twelfth coin would transport the Kohen Godol's Minchas Chavitin onto the Mizbeach, and, th- and finally the thirteenth coin, Vahayayin, he would bring up the wine, which was used for Yain Nesech, where they would pour wine onto the Mizbeach, as part of the offering, and so altogether we have Shlesh Osakranim Zachubai, 13 Kanim who merited to be part of these services. Now it's important to note that this was all the Kanim who merited to do any of these services in the Karim Tomid of the morning would also do it in the same way in the afternoon. 
every day the carbon tomato was bought both in the morning and in the afternoon. So they wouldn't do another lottery in the afternoon, rather those carnivores who did it in the morning would do exactly the same thing in the afternoon for the carbon tomato of the afternoon. Now in terms of what order the limbs were brought onto the Mizbeach, the reason for the order which we mentioned until now was based on how much meat each limb has. For example, we saw that the head has very little meat, whereas the back leg has a lot of meat, and therefore they're brought together first. And after that, the order is pretty much based on how much meat they have, the limbs with the most meat will be brought first, etc. Now, Omar ben Azay nefner Akiva meshumar b'yeshua, and as I said in front of Rabbi Akiva in the name of Rabbi Yeshua, the order is slightly different because according to the way of the walking of the animal, that is how it was offered up. Meaning if you have an animal which is walking, so it's in the position of walking, so you start from the head and then you go backwards in terms of which limbs are brought first. Now the truth is when Azai does agree with the first lot, and that is the head and the back right leg, it's learned from Pesukim that the head needs to be brought first, and then since there's not a lot of meat, so the back leg is brought together with it. But after that, according to Ben Azai, how the limbs are brought onto the ramp of the Mizbeach is based on the order of the positioning of those limbs in the animal, and not based on how much meat is contained within each limb. The third lottery, the third time that the Karnim would stand in a circle around the Kohen, who was in charge of the lotteries, was for the service of the Kateris, the offering of the spices, and the special unique thing about this lottery is that only Karnim who had never done this service before could be part of the lottery. The reason being that there was a special segula, that the one who would perform the service with the Ketores would become wealthy. And so because of that, they wanted to make sure that different Kohanim would get it each time, so that different Kohanim would receive that segula. So Shlishi, the third lottery, Chadoshim la Ketores, those who are new to the service of the Ketores, Fisu, come and be part of this lottery. And the fourth lottery, Chadoshim Imishonim, the new Karnim and the old ones, meaning even those who had done this before, they were allowed to be part of this lottery, and this was Mimale Vormina Kavitamizbeach, who would bring up the limbs of the Kobin Tomid from the ramp onto the Mizbeach. In general, after the six Karnim, which we mentioned in the previous Mishnah, would bring the limbs onto the ramp of the Mizbeach, so after that, the Karnim would go and read Kriyas Shema, and later on they would come back, and then new Karnim would bring back, would bring up the limbs from the ramp onto the Mizbeach itself to be burnt. It wouldn't be the same Karnim who brought it onto the ramp. This is in order to increase the glory of Hashem, having more people involved in these mitzvahs. So different Karnim would bring it up from the ramp onto the Mizbeach itself.